When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I am your host, Mike Luke. As always, brought to you by DraftKings. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say that this is a little bit of a no-brainer. All right, it's time to talk a little bit of uh, Arizona-UCLA football, because who doesn't want to talk a little Arizona-UCLA football? Now, The first thing that I think about when I think of this game coming up here Saturday is that, yes, Arizona came off a really bad loss to Oregon from a point perspective. You never like to lose by three-plus touchdowns. I totally get that. I think everybody out there gets that. But we are in the midst of a losing streak that is now in its mid-teens and doesn't show any real sign of letting up. So, you know what? We're going to look a little bit at some of the positives right here. And honestly, one of the positives was Jordan McLeod. Now, I get it. Some people are going to say, how in the world was Jordan McLeod a positive in that game? He threw five interceptions, and you know you only got, you only got in the end zone a few times, and you ended up losing by 22 points. But there was more to it. I'm a big fan of the eye test. And the eye test is everything, I think, when it comes to this game and when it came to this young man out here. He was able to make make the ball move throughout the field. And here's what I mean by that. Yes, maybe you wish that you had scored 35 points, but when you had Gunnar Cruz, and especially when you had Will Plummer in there, you just knew that this was something that wasn't really going to work out. Because Gunnar Cruz just felt like he was leaving plays on the field because he was scared to be able to make a run. He was scared to get out there. He was scared to force the ball downfield. Will Plummer was kind of the exact opposite. (laughs) Will Plummer looked like 
okay, I'm going to make some plays. I'm going to try to get the ball downfield, but oh yeah, by the way, I'm not going to be able to make it work. I'm not going to be able to make it happen because I'm going to throw a lot of brain-dead interceptions, for lack of a better term. McLeod combined some of those bad qualities, and we'll get to that, but he was able to consistently move the ball against a team that was, at the time, the number three ranked team in the country. Yes, I get it. This wasn't a your traditional number three ranked team, and they've since lost to Stanford. But McLeod was able to make plays with his arm. He doesn't have a great arm, and I think that's going to be a problem for this team for a good percentage of the season. I get that. He doesn't have a great arm. And honestly, he's not able to really push the ball downfield in the manner that most offenses need. But what he does have, he's a fairly good passer on the intermediate routes. And more so than either one of the other quarterbacks, he can make plays with his feet. And if you can make plays with your feet, you can do things out there that the other quarterbacks couldn't. Now, again, Jordan McLeod isn't Michael Vick. It's not like you're going to say to yourself, man, he's going to rush for 800 yards out there. But if at the end of the game, he's got 14 carries for 87 yards or something to that effect, then yeah, you're going to take that every day of the week. And it's something that I think that Arizona fans should be more than okay with. He is a, how do I put this? He's a caretaker at the quarterback position. I don't think there's any way around that. But he's also a guy, though, that I think gives Arizona the best chance to win. And honestly, isn't that kind of what you're looking for if you're the Juve? Don't you just want the best chance to win right now? Because <laughs> you saw with Gunnar Cruz and Jordan, Mc- or excuse me, and Will Plummer that things can get pretty dicey out there. And, you know, you saw it. It's never been more apparent than when you get absolutely throat stomped by, honestly, a good San Diego State team, but you also lose to NAU by, uh, you know, and you can't get off the field and you can't score points in the meantime. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, knock on wood, that's about where that is. But I also thought that it was fascinating talking about McLeod. And again, I don't want to make him out like he's Michael Vick or he's Vince Young. That's that's certainly not the point of this. But what I found fascinating, though, was Jed Fish, when he came out of the press conference, and he said, Jordan McLeod will be our quarterback for the rest of the season. He never gave that kind of oomph to Will Plummer. Never gave that to Gunnar Cruz, certainly. McLeod did some things in that game that I think that neither one of the quarterbacks were able to do. And I think it's probably something, too, that Jed Fish noticed on film and honestly probably noticed on the field as well. We had Stanley Berryhill on uh, earlier this or earlier last week, and the wide receiver who's put together a fantastic year said that Jordan McLeod kind of breathed a little bit of new life into them. And I kind of saw that. He looked like a guy that was able to command the respect of his teammates, and he certainly was able to command the respect of his coaches. Now, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in this off week because, again, you're going to have Jordan McLeod's going to have two things going for him, one for and one against. He's going to have game film against him at this point. There's no doubt about that. You've got an entire game against Oregon. you got a couple plays against NAU. I get all that. But he's also going to have the benefit of being able to practice with the ones all week. And I think that that's something that's pretty hard to put a, a small token value on because, honestly, that's a big that's a big deal right there. If I can have the security of mind knowing that I'm going to play the entire game and that I get to go and I get to go against the 
one defense, but you know what? I get to get that camaraderie going with guys like Stanley Barry Hill, BJ Castile, players of that ilk. I think that that's going to make a tremendous difference here. And I'm curious to see what he can do against UCLA. We're going to talk a little bit about the line coming up here. But right now, I think this is a game that Arizona can go into. Probably not win, but at least you feel that you got a little bit of a different vibe with McLeod. And I think that that's something that I th- we would all take at this point. And the week off is going to be fascinating to be able to see what exactly he can do. Now, we talked a little bit about the betting lines right there. And if you're not on DraftKings, you should be on DraftKings. And it's a big mistake if you are not on DraftKings. Here's the deal. As we talked about, you've got a you've got a new customer deal. You get just $1 on any game, in, on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's going to happen. Well, because the last 0-0 tie in 19, four, was in 1943. And here's the other cool thing about it. You can... You can put multiple bets in the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, obviously, the more money you get. And DraftKings has been tried, tested, and true. And all you've got to do is this. You've got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code word PHNX. You bet just $1 on an NFL game, and you you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's going to happen. That's promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Obviously, an official betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up, Arizona only. And if you got a gambling problem, 1 800 Next Step, new customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. And here's the other thing you sh- if you're not checking out gophnx.com, you should be on there because you've got the best coverage of everything from Arizona Wildcats to Arizona Cardinals to Phoenix Suns, basically anything you want. We've got you covered over here, and that stems from podcasts, that ranges to articles, that, you know, betting advice, all kinds of different things right here. And if you're not following us and you're not subscribed on the YouTube channel, go PHNX. Obviously, you should be following us here, AZ Wildcats podcast, and all of the different podcasts out there are a great way to be able to stay in touch with your state and to be able to get all the latest information. All right, now let's talk a little bit about the Arizona-UCLA football game that's coming up here and get out of the where the Arizona aspect to it a little bit. When Chip Kelly came to Westwood, I think that I was like a lot of other people that were like, oh, wow, UCLA is about to be really good, and UCLA is about to be really good really quickly. And we're in year four of the Chip Kelly era, and it hasn't happened. And I think a lot of people are looking around, scratching their heads, saying, what exactly has gone on here? Now, what was weird about UCLA, especially when Kelly first got there, is they weren't running, I think, the tempo that a lot of people thought that they were going to run. As a matter of fact, it was far more of a traditional style approach. And that's not why you hired Chip Kelly. You hired Chip Kelly because Chip Kelly is the kind of guy that is going to put up a lot of points. He's going to do it in a fun, exciting manner. And It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be fun to watch. And, oh, by the way, we might lose, but the score is going to be something like 57 to 48. Or that's obviously not a football score, but, you know, you get you get the impression. And you watched UCLA early in the season and obviously against LSU, the Bruins looked they looked dynamic. You look like you had a quarterback. Finally, they could exact everything that Chip Kelly wanted to do. 
But for whatever reason, that just hasn't occurred. And I don't really know what it is. I think sometimes maybe when you go to the NFL, you get a little bit burned out. You kind of forget who you are. That's just a guess, though, because, again, this isn't the Chip Kelly that a lot of us saw at Oregon. Now, UCLA is still an incredibly dangerous team. LSU obviously isn't very good, but UCLA also has shown that they have a lot of talent. And I think the point spread against Arizona, which we're going to get to in the third segment, I think is 100% indicative of where these two programs are right now. 16 points is absolutely perfect to me. And as a matter of fact, that's where I would probably put the point spread if I was a better. This is a game that I think Arizona is going to be able to score some points. But at the same time, I don't know that they're going to be able to keep up with UCLA's offense, nor do I expect them to. Now, Chip Kelly made some pretty interesting points about this game. First and foremost, um, he debunked uh, uh, Coach Fish uh, saying that uh, he talked with him about joining the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. Who knows if that's true? Who knows if it's not? But I thought that was a little bit of an interesting tidbit provided by Kelly. But the second part of it, though, is that Chip Kelly has a great deal of respect for Don Brown. He referred to him as Donnie Brown, and he said that that's one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. He said that Wednesday during his press conference, and you 100% believe what he was saying because he didn't need to say anything. As a matter of fact, generally when coaches aren't impressed by somebody, they just say, well, you know what, it's good. He was talking about how the varied looks that Brown brings can be very problematic for teams, and you could just tell that this was a guy that Chip Kelly believes in. Here's the problem, though, is that if you're a UCLA fan, Chip Kelly also was talking quite a bit about how Arizona's offense could be a real issue. And if you just go by the Oregon numbers, I think that you can make that case. Again, Oregon gave up 31 first downs to Arizona. That was a stat that Chip threw out there, which I found somewhat interesting that um, Kelly talked about how Oregon couldn't get the UV Wildcats off the field. And honestly, that was true. Then he talked about how Jordan McLeod is the one that they're going to prepare for and that he doesn't really see a reason for anybody else to be out there. And I think that that kind of goes with what we were talking about a little bit during the first segment. Then you watch during the second uh, part of the presser and Chip Kelly starts talking about how he feels that he's got the guys that he needs offensively to be able to make some plays. And, you know, I think that that's a I think that's a fair point. But the problem, though, still is that UCLA just isn't where they should be, I think, at this point. If we were in year three, okay, you don't have quite all your guys in there still figuring out your system. This is year four. I mean, this is really time to rock and roll. And Chip Kelly hasn't shown that ability. Now, one thing that I will say is if you're looking for a DraftKings pick of the week, I'm not sure that I would touch this Arizona-UCLA game because... I think that this line of 16 is absolutely perfect. If you were to ask me and I had to pick, I think UCLA, actually, you know what? I'm going to go backwards on this. And this is after thinking about this for quite a while. I think that Arizona, actually, I like Arizona with the 16 if you're going to make me choose my DraftKings pick of the week. But that line, I think, is absolutely perfect because 
UCLA is better than Arizona, but they've also shown that they can be touched, that they can be dealt with. And Arizona against an Oregon team that I think we found out is a little bit overrated, certainly acquitted themselves well up in Eugene. So if you're asking me to pick in this game, I'm going to go with the Wildcats in this, and I'm going to gladly take the 16 points because when in doubt, I'll take the team that's got the really big numbers next to them. You know what you're also going to take, though, if you get that opportunity? Let's talk a little bit about the deal with Manscaped. Now, let's be honest. Shaving down below is something that we all have to do, but nobody really talks about it, and it's never really been, I think, anything that most people look to share. But it's a way of life. We're in the year 2021, and I think it's time to embrace it. And that's what Manscaped's done, and that's why Manscaped is such a big deal throughout. If you know somebody, you know a guy, heck, you know a woman, you're prob- they're probably used Manscaped at some point. I was surprised by the amount of people that I know that use it, and there's a reason why. Because, again, this is the time the below-the-waist grooming leaders are now in their fourth-generation package. Inside, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and two free gifts. And also included is their Weed, weed Whacker The nose, ear, and hair trimmer is here to whack away the weeds and any goblins that might come your way upstairs or downstairs. You got to get 20% off free shipping with the code word PHNX at manscaped.com. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code word PHNX at manscaped.com. That's again, 20% off and use the code word PHNX, slay your worst pubes, and keep your dagger clean with Manscaped. Joking aside, I know it sounds funny, but this is something that is incredibly uh, useful for a lot of guys. And you know what? Don't be ashamed by it. Embrace it because it's something that we all need to utilize. All right, so let's talk about some players on the U of A that you should keep an eye out for in this game against UCLA because, honestly, we all want to have a little bit of an insight, a little bit of a nuance going on there. So, first... Obviously, we've talked about Jordan McLeod. I think that goes without saying. Anytime you're the quarterback, that's probably a position that you're going to want to keep a little bit of a close eye on there. But there's some other guys that I think are a a fascinating uh, a fascinating uh, view at. And let's talk about obviously Stan Berryhill, one of the best wide receivers in the conference. We know that. But let's talk opposite Stan Berryhill. We get a lot of talk about uh, Jamari Joyner, the Cienega product. What exactly is going on with him? Now, we need to rehash a little bit here because Jamari's a kid that has a world of talent. He comes to the U of A, and he plays quarterback initially, but then after that, he transfers over to the wide receiver position. It takes him a while to figure everything out. Of course, like a lot of people, it you know, like there's a lot of guys that are in that situation where it takes a time. And then he really breaks out at the end of the season. He has a five-catch, 150-yard game against ASU to end the season, a couple touchdowns. And honestly, he looked like one of the better players on the field. He looked like a guy that was going to be able to continue to progress and certainly looked every bit the part of an NFL-type player. And this is a kid that, you know, in that Tucson pipeline, you've had so many guys that have come from that Falcons program, you know, your Stanberry Hills, your Jamari Joiners, your B. John Robinsons. I believe Lathan Ransom was there. And Jamari looks like a guy that was going to be in there. The problem, though, is last year didn't do much. And I don't really blame a lot of that on Jamari because 
Again, last year's Arizona team was probably the worst team in the country. I mean, 70-7 to wasn't a joke. It wasn't a fluke. So that part is totally understood. Then it looks like he's going to have a big year, and he breaks his foot. Now, he's back out there playing, but my entire theory on Jamari has always been that he shouldn't be playing this season, that he should be taking this season off, get everything ready to go, and then be ready to rock and roll and be 100% next year. That obviously isn't happening. He's out there playing, but he doesn't obviously look 100%. So you get a lot of people asking what exactly is Jamari's role this year. Until he does something on the field, I'm not going to really count on anything. And one other guy I wanted to touch on briefly here was uh, Drake Anderson. Drake, uh, to me, is now the best running back on the roster. Michael Wiley's got some real potential, some real talent. But the Northwestern kid that is Drake Anderson has a little bit of that Philip Lindsay to him and that he hits the hole. And then when he hits the hole, he knows where to go. And again, he's not going to probably be an NFL guy, but he's a guy that when you look up, he has 16 catches or 16 carries for 72 yards. And he's able to move the chains in a timely manner. And the coaching staff obviously feels comfortable with him because he's gotten more and more carries as we've gone on. And he's a guy, too, that at Northwestern, you know, he towed the rock a lot uh, early on, didn't do it so much later. But he's a guy that I think you feel pretty comfortable with as being your running back for the next couple years. So those are the guys that I would keep an eye on during the UCLA game. We got a special guest coming up here tomorrow as well. Going to give you a little bit of a tease on that, not tell you who it is. But as always, if you're not on GoPHNX, you need to be on GoPHNX because you've got the best podcasts from every single team in the state that matters, from the Coyotes to the Suns to the Cardinals to, heck, even to the Sun Devils to the Wildcats. You've got everything covered here from podcasts to live streams to articles to merchandise Anything you need, it's pretty much a one-stop shop. So give GoPHNX a look and download, subscribe to the podcast, AZ Wildcats, and all the other ones too because they all do fantastic work. But like I said, we're going to have a very special guest for you tomorrow, and uh, we'll be uh, breaking everything down, obviously, live stream after the Arizona-UCLA game. So a lot to look forward to, and we'll be talking with you tomorrow.